0: Thank you guys. Well, welcome to Emmaus Church Community. We're located right in downtown Lincoln, conveniently close to the parade route. I think that's going to be our new slogan, <laughs> put on brochures. Um, I'm grateful for those of you who found parking today. It's, it was a challenge. Um, my name is Angela Henning. I'm one of the pastors here at Emmaus. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Usually we have better parking. Um, we have bags of some great coffee that we would love to give our first-time visitors. If you want to um, let one of us know, Courtney is around here, too. Um, we would love to give that to you. We also have cards you can fill out so that you can be aware of all the happenings that are happening here at this church. If you need a Bible or a note card, you can get those, too. Um, our ushers are looking around, so if you want to put your hand up, you can have a Bible or a note card. So, happy Independence Day. Um, Our country is celebrating freedom. I think it's 245 years ago today, some people signed this piece of paper called the Declaration of Independence and all around us people are celebrating that independence. We celebrate being able to be our own country, have rights that we hold important and because of what happened in 1776, we have rights in this country that a lot of people don't have in other countries. And as Christians, our rights are pretty exceptional compared to even the historic church. And the truth is that for most people who follow Jesus throughout history, and even presently in the world, having the right to publicly worship Jesus is not the norm. Having independence is pretty amazing. Being able to worship publicly is pretty remarkable, and I'm grateful for that right. But right now, we're in the midst of a sermon series called Love and Power, Our lead pastor, Nathan, kicked us off on this series on Pentecost Sunday. He taught about how we're able to be filled with love and with power through the Holy Spirit. At each week, we've been pausing to look at this. We've been looking at different ways. What does this look like? How do we participate in this love and this power? Many of us have taught on what it looks like through different lenses. Last week, our our worship director, Melissa Lester, she talked about worship. How worship is a great conduit for the work of God in our lives. And it's good to think how God uses something like music to transform our hearts. So today, on Independence Day, I just thought I wanted to talk about another way in which God empowers us. Another way in which he transforms us. And today, most of us who are here, who are listening online, are probably Americans. I know we have a few who are from other parts of the globe. But most of us are probably Americans Yet for those of us who follow Jesus, I know that deeper than your nationality is your citizenship, your citizenship to a kingdom that's actually greater than any country. We call ourselves Christians, and we have a citizenship in the kingdom of God. Now, there's a privilege and an opportunity to live in a country that has independence in many ways. And there's a real power and love that changes us, in eternal ways that is actually not a product of independence it's probably not what you thought I was gonna talk about today but divine love and power are actually a result of dependence so why we enjoy a lot of freedoms as Americans the truth is that our access to the power and the love of the living God is not tied down it's not limited to where we live to what rights our state has granted us, because man granted power is actually limited power. We're able to experience the work of God through our dependence on the Holy Spirit. Talking about dependence today and a lot of days doesn't feel like something that people get excited about, not something we usually celebrate dependence. Um, We don't usually get out the fireworks or have parades for dependence. But the story at the beginning of this country or storylines from even our favorite books or movies are almost all about this idea of self-reliance, this idea of winning, of human power. We love independent heroes who save the day almost single-handedly. Don't we love a protagonist who makes it all happen on her own or his own? But I'm going to tell you, contrary to what culture says, Contrary to what maybe even a lot of our leaders will tell us, maybe even contrary to my own human heart at times, I'm telling you that there is more power and more love through dependence than independence. Dependence is deeper. It requires more of us than we may even realize at times. But it also is the key to so much more. You see, divine dependence is about submission. It's about humility. We choose to be dependent because that's who we're meant to be. It's not meant as a last resort. It's not meant because we just can't do anything else on our own. Dependence on God should be what we strive to be in every way. And the prime example of living in dependence is Jesus Christ. Jesus models full dependence on the Holy Spirit. And we actually see it in every part of his ministry. From the very entrance as a human, Luke tells us that Jesus is conceived by the Holy Spirit. It starts right there. And then in the book of Acts, Peter talks about the gospel. He talks about Jesus' ministry on earth. In Acts 10, 36-38, he has this statement. He says, you know the message of God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened through the province of Judea. Beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Did you catch those important phrases there? I put them in red, trying to draw your attention there, but we're talking about the ministry of Christ on earth. He is baptized. And God, the Father, is anointing him, and the Holy with with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then it goes on to talk about the good things he is doing because God was with him. So we have Jesus here on Earth. And if I was ever to try to make a case for someone who's be able to pull out the independent solo card, it would have to be Jesus, right? I mean. Jesus, God incarnate, but he still chooses dependence. He leans into dependence. He models a community that submits to the love of the Trinity. The Trinity, friends. I know this is a great mystery, and most of the time I can barely wrap my mind around what's happening there, but I still have to take a moment and just pause here about that type of community. I have to take a moment and just think on this. Can we even begin to imagine the perfect community? We have God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit. These three in one are modeling dependence on one another. They're sharing the same mission. They're loving humanity in ways that we can't even fathom. Sometimes, here in this place, when someone is teaching and they say something that is so true and so moving that we just agree. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes, someone up here will say something that is so true it resonates in our hearts. And some of us will even verbally say things like, Amen. And yes, because we know the truth is there. We know what they're saying and we just agree with it so deeply. Do you know those moments? I think at times, those small moments might just be a glimpse of what the community of the Trinity might be like. There's this truth that's resonating. There's love, there's submission. There's this perfect love that doesn't vie for power. And these three continue to model dependence on one another. They continue to model perfect love. They model ultimate power, yet submit to one another. So Jesus' ministry starts with the blessing of the Father, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus depends on this. The way Jesus will love others and the power he holds is rooted in this. His dependence is also not a one-time thing. It's not like you're anointed, you're good to go, Um, but Jesus models dependence continuously. And we, too, are called to live lives that are dependent on God continuously. Again, it's not just when nothing else works. It's not when we hit rock bottom, although God does meet us there, and he does redeem those moments, too. But we really are called to be continually depending on God and continually walking in the spirit. Because when we live with fellowship with God, our dependence on him grows. Our dependence on him deepens and it's good it's good so <clears throat> jesus depends on the holy spirit and that means at times he obeys the holy spirit even when it's hard even when it's difficult after he's baptized with the holy spirit luke 4:1 tells us then um, in the wilderness full of then jesus full of the holy spirit left the jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness and we know this story he's Jesus is tempted in the wilderness. It's 40 days of exhaustion, 40 days of hunger, 40 days of temptation. But Luke also tells us in that same chapter, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. The Holy Spirit guides him. The Holy Spirit doesn't leave him. He gives him the power to persevere, and he guides him out of the wilderness. And as we read about Jesus' time on earth, we're going to constantly see evidence of this continual dependence, this continual fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I think we're, we overlook these phrases, but they're there over and over again. His dependence on the Spirit can't be overlooked. Jesus by the Spirit. In Luke, t- Luke he rejoices. In Acts, it says he gives instructions. In Romans, it talks about being raised from the dead. In Hebrews, it talks about him being offered himself as an unblemished to God. All of those verses I just mentioned talk about the spirit, by the spirit, through the spirit, in association with all of these actions of Jesus. This was how Jesus lived on earth, and it's how Jesus continues to be. He models it for us, and we're called to grow in our own dependency on God. We need to rely on the sustaining work of God in our lives. It's how we're meant to live, but it is easy for us to get off track. We can think we're fine. We think we're living our lives in a way that's mostly in line with the gospel. You know what I mean? We're not outright rebelling, we're doing, we're doing some good things. In fact, we might even have the intentions of doing God's will, but that can cause us to stumble in a way because of the manner in which we do it. We can have the right goals, we can have the right morals, but the problem happens when we attempt to do it on our own power independently. Often we get off track not because we are going against the way of Jesus, but by trying to lead God instead of God leading us. Staying dependent is work. And the truth is, no matter how good we are or think we are, no matter how strong we are, some of us are really gifted in a lot of ways. But none of us are enough without the power and the love of the Holy Spirit. We have to let God work in us. There's no alternative for it. We must depend on the Holy Spirit. And the dependence is ongoing. We don't get it together. We don't get fit or equipped and we're good to go. We can be changed by the Holy Spirit and think we're good to go. We can think we're ready. And we, again, that human nature that comes over and over again of I can do it myself, you know what I'm talking about, um, <clears throat> comes back so Quickly, if any of you have toddlers or have been even remotely close to a toddler in your life, you may be aware of this human nature that comes out. I can do it myself. I'm sure you're aware of this scene. You're so patient. Let me help you. And of course, it's like, no, I do it myself, as they spill juice all over your kitchen. So <clears throat> and it, I mean, it, it never ends. But you know what I'm talking about. And I have to wonder, are we that different? God is there with us, but we have a hard time not doing it ourselves. We have power and we have access to that power and love through our trust and our reliance on God. In fact, this power, this love is actually accessible to the whole world. Christians like us who live in places where it's free to worship worship have access to that power. Christians in other places who are persecuted because they worship Jesus, they have access to that same power and love through dependence on God. Although those who live in areas whose governments limit their rights, they may even be more aware of their dependence on God than maybe some of us who get comfortable and get used to the rights we have. Our freedoms are good but free or not, our access to the power and love of our creator cannot be limited. As citizens of the kingdom of God, depending on the Holy Spirit is going to mean living lives that probably won't make sense in our current culture. In a culture where so much glory is given to finding yourself, I'm sure you've heard this many times, we actually are called to die to ourselves. We can't be individuals when we're members of the one body, and that's Christ our Lord. Being dependent on God, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, it's going to go against the status quo. It did for Jesus. He was challenged by those who claimed to follow the one true God, and he was challenged by those who had no intentions of ever following any God. Being dependent means listening It means submitting. It means living differently. And it requires practice. Often I think of the metaphor of drinking water. Sometimes, and I'll be honest, often I get so busy that I don't do my life in the best way. I don't do the things I should. And drinking enough water has been one of those things. When When I intentionally drink enough water in my day, I feel better. I'm healthier. And when I make it a habit, I don't even have to start forcing myself to drink the water because I start to crave it. But we can get so easily busy that we we don't do what's healthy. We don't stay in fellowship with God. We forget how desperately we need him, and we just push through our days. We must prioritize our time with him. We have to make it a regular habit. Not only will we experience more of his power and more of his love, but we're going to find ourselves thirsting to be more dependent on him, thirsting to be with him more. We'll be more dependent and we'll be more healthy or we'll be healthier, because we recognize that need and our desire for it. Friends like the toddlers of our world, we fight so hard against what is so good for us. We can be set free when we let go of the control and we put God in control. We put our trust in him, the God who will sustain us. Dependence means letting go of our way and submitting to God's way. It means dying to ourselves so we can really live. It means doing some hard things because that's what God is leading us to do. I'm often amazed... At what I am able to do, or even seasons I've been able to endure, because it's not me doing them, it's not me enduring them, but it's Christ in me. The one whom I place my trust upon. So this week, if nothing else, maybe consider just paying attention. Ask yourself, what can you do or change to be aware of your need for God in your life? When I needed to drink more water, I actually had an app on my phone that reminded me. Sometimes in different seasons, I've set reminders to pray at certain times using an app on my phone. Sometimes I've chosen to eliminate some things in my life in order to set a time to be more aware of the presence of God in my life. There's a lot of disciplines that we can engage in to help us submit to Jesus And learn to be more dependent on him. If you have ideas, I actually have a list. They're not my ideas. They're practices that have been done for hundreds and hundreds of years. But they're good. Um, Just reach out. Because being aware of our need to depend on Jesus is the beginning of growth. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for calling us into a relationship with you that sustains us and empowers us. May we learn to depend on you more fully and experience the love and the power you desire to use in our lives as we become more like you, as we depend more on you. May you stir in our hearts a desire and a thirst for you and your kingdom. Amen.